Hey guys, welcome to The Switches. My name is Karina Ann Poss and I will be your host on this fabulous morning. Hopefully you guys listened to the last week podcast with the myrrh and the ability of finding your solitude and letting go and being aware of who you are um, and where you are at. Um, this week I'm going to talk about um, letting go again and allowing yourself to have a non-judgmental period. So a lot of things about life are all derived from our sense of fear and our fear that we feel like we can't change things, our fear that the world is predictable, but yet and controllable and definable, but yet it is not. And the idea of fear, it really is allowing yourself to embrace the universal ebb and flow of fear. And a big por- portion of my life has really resolved itself around fear. And inside our brain, we have detectors that tell us whether or not the situation that we're in or the environment that we're in or what we're experiencing is real or not. If it's fearful, do we need to run? Do we need to freeze and stay still like a fawn, um, which is what it's called? Uh, or, or do we run away? Or do we stay and fight the battle? So freeze, uh, flight, or flee. And and a lot of these things are really dependent on our awareness of the situation and what we're experiencing. So for me, a big part of me embracing my fear in order to completely allow myself to have the quote sense of letting it go, unquote, is been about a spiritual practice and a spiritual journey. And now when I say spiritual, it doesn't actually even need to be spiritual. It can actually just be a personal uh, procedure that you do each day or a personal routine that you do each day in order to make yourself feel better. And, And what is my biggest thing is that I really love my new routine and I get up every day at seven. I use the washroom. I brush my teeth. I drink some hot water or warm water with my vitamins. I slide myself into my infrared sauna for 20, 30 minutes, sweat my little butt off and then hop into a shower and decompress and de-cleanse and just be aware of the water on my face, on my back, the shampoo in my hair the energy around me and just for about 45 minutes first thing in the morning I do this spiritual process and I also take my little journal and I write five things I'm grateful for or that I'm happy about even if it's just something so simple as a cup of coffee If I can add to that, I do. If I can't, I don't. But I do not waver on it at all. And I have tried so many routines, but I have realized that my spiritual animal is, my my shamanic animal is an otter. And I... I love the morning. I do so much in the morning. Come around 2, 3, 30. I am just a pile of goo. I'd rather sit and have a glass of wine. 
So I've realized that I need to have my mornings. My mornings are sacred. And that is when I have the ability to actually do my routine and feel good about it. And I've noticed that if I miss my routine, for whatever reason, I have to take care of the kid or I have to do the dogs or I have to finish the dishes from the night before. I can find so many freaking excuses as to not to do my procedure. But if I don't do it, I notice that the rest of the day I'm feeling irritated or a little bit grouchy or like I didn't care for myself. And this whole segment is all about self-care and your self-journeying so that you yourself can actually be the best person that you want to be or at least be aware of being the best person that you want to be or at least feeling the best way that you can possibly feel. And so this opportunity that I present to you this week is all about trying to find the ability of making a spiritual journey, about making a spiritual process, about doing something that makes you feel good. And and don't put a big time frame on it. That's the thing too. We often say to ourselves, oh, I'm going to do an hour workout every day. Well, that hour workout, it can be very long. <laughs> it can be really hard to do. So my goal for you guys this week is A, figure out the best time for yourself. Okay. For me, seven in the morning is the best time. My husband doesn't like to get up early unless he has to go to work. My son can sleep. But if I get up at seven in the morning, Monday through Sunday, I really can do so much. And Some people work really great at night. Some people need an evening routine. Some people need an afternoon pick-me-up. Some people need that morning. So find the time of day that you can segregate 20 to 30 minutes or 45 to yourself, doing anything that you want, even if it's watching a show, watching the news, sitting in silence, drinking your coffee in silence. Worry about you, number one priority. And then do that every day at the same time for five days, six days straight. Try to get your seven days in if you can, but at least through the work week. Nope, I am sitting down and I'm having my cup of coffee because here's the thing. In other cultures, there's times of prayer. There's times of meditation and those times are a non-negotiable time. So if you can segregate some time for yourself, you might be able to get yourself back on the track that you need yourself to be on, whatever track that is. So time of day, 20 to 30 minutes, routine, non-negotiable, exactly the same thing each and every day. And then if you have the time and energy, I encourage you to write your journal book. Write in your journal book five grateful things that you need to do for yourself today. Find those moments that you feel are worth worth even mentioning, even if it is the fact that you like the sunshine coming into your house. Whatever it is that makes you feel grateful, even if it's so hard to do, 
five things you're grateful for. If that seems like too much, do two, even one. But just the idea, just the concept of trying to feel gratitude in your existence will alter and change your vibration from that moment forward all day. And eventually you will get used to feeling that gratitude. You will get used to feeling like, hey, I'm number one in my life, which is exactly the way that it is. And I know sometimes people are like, oh, well, you don't, you only have one kid or you, no, no. I am the number one most important person in my life, myself. And that is the way it should be in everyone's life. Yes, we make sacrifices for the family members that we love or friends that we love. But at the end of the day, if you are doing something that you don't want to do, well, guess what? That's your choice. And you can choose to accept your choices with positive awareness or you can choose to accept your choices with negative awareness. And if you don't like what you're doing, don't do it. Anyway, that's a good way to start to make the switches of that spiritual procedure and journeying. And then you can layer in your smudging that we did last week. And the idea that every week you carve out, maybe it's the 10 or 20 minutes that you take and 10 of them are listening to this podcast, getting these ideas and things that you need for your own spiritual procedure and journey. It's time to make a switch, guys. And I really appreciate you listening in on this podcast. You can find me out on Facebook at um, The Switches YYC. My Instagram handle is the same, The Switches YYC. And if you have any questions or comments or concerns, please do feel free to just send them down the line and I'll try to answer them. Have a great day. Thanks for joining me on The Switches. Hey, good morning, guys. It is Karina M. Poss with The Switches coming out at YYC Calgary, Alberta. You can catch me on my Facebook page, which is The Switches YYC. And uh, Instagram handle, I think, is the same thing, The Switches YYC. We do have theswitches.ca. And this morning, I wanted to continue our path of creating spiritual space, creating boundaries, and sadly, I actually had some terrible news yesterday where I had a friend, colleague, who I guess committed suicide. So it brings me to a very strong realization point, especially after knowing that. And uh, if you've ever been faced with death, sadly, I've had a few deaths in my world. It is a very strange morning when you wake up. You realize how lucky you are to take a breath. You realize the mistakes you've made don't really matter. You really, really realize how important it is to say I love you and thank you and try to be in those moments even though it can be fucking hard to try to stay cool, calm, and collected like a cucumber all the time. Um, But you know, when you stop and think, if you could this week, just stop and think, just wherever you are, just stop and think, wow, I'm alive. I get to take this breath, 
the next breath, the next breath, the next breath. I'm going to embrace my fear. I'm going to embrace my panic. I'm going to embrace the challenges that might be coming my way. I might embrace the happiness that's coming my way, the light, the love, the energy. And if you can just sit within a moment of being humbled by the simple fact that you are a human being and you are blessed enough to be continuing your journey on this planet Earth, um, that's great. That is what we want. And I mean, if you are struggling with depression, like so many of us have, do not be afraid to take your medication. Do not be afraid to call your psychologists, a friend, a family member. Go for a walk. Do whatever you can to reset that space because sadly, once you're gone, you're gone and your spirit will continue on. And it may be powerful on the other side, but uh, people here on this planet Earth will and in fact probably still and always do miss you. And, you know, as I face my journey towards a surgery that's happening on March 30th, you know, the death factor is kind of real. There's a lot of things that could go wrong, but there's also a lot of really great things that could also go on. And just embracing the panic, embracing the worry, embracing the fear, embracing the positivity, embracing the negativity, embracing the tears are all natural parts of this process. And if there is ever, 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 ever a moment in your life where you just really want to allow the wind to go through your hair, the water to run off your body, the tea to go down your stomach, the burn of the tequila, the, the, the bitterness of the lemon, the smell of the roses and the raindrops and the sound they make when they hit a puddle. It is all real. It is all true what they say. And, you know, I guess a sense of being enlightened maybe isn't always trying to find something to enlighten you. Perhaps being enlightened is just the simple fact that you are okay being where you are, with who you are, when you are, doing what you do, and practicing that life, practicing embodiment, practice peace, practice challenging yourself to move beyond. And I recently uh, just did a purpose summit with um, a bunch of different people all around the world. And there was a man there that actually taught life and life lessons to kids. He was a teacher and he had them draw masks, uh, the front of the mask and the back of the mask. And the front of the mask can be whatever you want you know what do you what does the front of your mask present to the world and then on the back side it's what you're really feeling and I thought a lot about it because that day you know I was feeling shitty I'm like man you know my finances aren't where they're supposed to be you know I'm like going into surgery I'm spring is coming I want to get going I'm pumped up but then I can't because it just feels like an impending doom. And I was just feeling really down. And crazily enough, his talk actually made me feel better in a kind of sadistic way because 
there are a lot of people out there that do not have anywhere near the things that I do and I'm trying not to compare myself but I'm also trying to allow myself to be you know better than what I am and at the same time not be depressed about where I am and It's a weird place to be. The whole freaking world's been turned upside down and back around and foot forward and back, you know, and I just want everybody out there to try this week to be as present as possible. When you are driving in your car, think about what it feels like to hold the steering wheel, what it feels like to feel the inertia of the car moving. Maybe turn on the music and something you normally don't listen to it and just see the feelings you get when you go outside notice the different things try to talk to a stranger you know try try to challenge yourself and take yourself outside of that bubble and remember that you are blessed to be alive you are a gorgeous human I'm proud of you. I think you're successful. I think you're creative and inspirational. And the universe will always provide. It doesn't maybe feel like, you know, a yacht with a bag of gold. But uh, you could make a yacht in your bathtub if you wanted to. And you could, like, you know, paint, paint pennies gold. And there are a lot of things that you can do to make yourself feel like, holy shit. But the biggest one is... You are just so damn lucky to be taking a breath on your own. You are so lucky to have your breath go in and out and back again. And you are so lucky to be able to hear this, see this, taste this, feel this, know this. Our senses are the reason we are alive. And I encourage you to embrace all of them and invoke all of them. Thanks for joining me again today on the switches. I'm super pumped about everything that we talked about this morning. And I think everybody needs a little pick me up. It's only seven or six minutes, but you know what? I'm trying guys. Thanks for joining me. Make the switch. Time to check in with your senses. Good morning, friends. Welcome to the switches. It is Karina and Poss checking you out, making sure you guys are all good this week. And my Instagram handle is the switches YYC. Same thing with the uh, Facebook, the switches YYC. And this uh, this this comes out to you from a place of love and the true matter of trust so last week we talked about death and embracing it being in the moment my biggest question i get all the time is okay people say trust the universe but how do you do that how do you trust the universe and i guess you just got to decide whether you do or you don't and it can be that simple and it can be that black and white but the truth of the matter is is that if you can take a second to just recognize where you are and maybe you got there because of the universe it's possible it's possible that the whole world just lit up and opened up for you and the only thing that really truly matters is your success and whether your success is being stated by a nice fancy car beautiful house great kids cute husband or wife or whatever that's up for you to decide so i guess at this point in the game i think if you're still listening to this podcast and still entertaining the ideas it's time that we maybe make a little um 
a little potion. So a trust potion is something that I strongly believe in. And there are many, many different ways to make a potion. And none of them actually require a ton of, you know, witchcrafty type stuff. But my trust potion is going to be invoking nature this week. I'll do another one with real herbs and spices. But basically, you got to get yourself up if you can and try to take yourself either for a walk around your room, maybe take a walk around your house, maybe take a walk outside, whatever you can do. Even if you can't walk, ask someone to go around with you and just pick one or two items that are very small, plant-based preferably if you can. And whether it's a, a pin of a tree, a pine tree, whether it's a crumpled up leaf from the back alley, a piece of flower, maybe it's some snow, a rock, even anything. And everything that you find, your goal is to find five of these things. And everything that you find is going to go into a jar. That jar is going to be then filled with either hot water or cold water. Now, why the difference? Hot water is telling us burning sensations. What do this, what does this heat bring to me? What does it bring to my chi energy? What is it going to evoke in me? Cooling energy, ice cold. Let's settle these things down. Let's settle this energy down. So it's up to you to decide whether you want to invoke or provoke or lower down, right? And that's okay, it doesn't matter. It's not about whether you're trying to create hostility or calmness. It really, all of it is the same. And it's specific to each individual listener because what's gonna happen is everything that sits into that jar is going to start to absorb your energy or the energy of the room and that's okay because what we want to do is then take that what we are going to begin to do is take two or three little slices of paper we're going to write the things that we need the things that we need the things that we want all of it it can be materialistic shit. It can be non-materialistic shit. It could be like, I want longer hair. It could be, I want my husband to pick me up in the morning and swing me around like a doll and kiss me all day long. It could be, I want to win the million dollar lottery. It could be, I just want to pay my rent. Write whatever it is down and it must be done. Burn it, keep the ashes, sprinkle them into that jar, put a lid on that jar, give it a shake, put it outside somewhere where you can see it. It needs to be sunlight and moonlight. Once that is complete, you're going to take that back into the house, shake it again, put it by your bed or under your bed, and then you're going to allow yourself to sleep on it for one night before you go outside and sprinkle it all around your property, wherever you spend the most time. You could throw it on your car, it's got ash in it, so I wouldn't recommend washing your floors with it, but if you really want to, you could. Pour it in the front step, pour it in the back step, pour it all around so that all of that energy, your picking of things, your asking of things, your burning of things, your watering of things, all of that invoked into one little complete jar that is you at that very second and that very moment. And you're going to call it trust. Trust, 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 trust. 
trust that the universe will provide you with the things that you need at that very moment in time. Maybe they're not what you want, but they're the things you need. Your angels are out there, your fairies are out there, the mermaids are swimming around in the water, the unicorns are jumping from cloud to cloud, and the leprechauns are ready to shed their light onto you. What can I say? Let's go, people. Thanks for joining me on The Switches. If you guys have any questions, concerns, or comments about this podcast, please feel free to drop me a text, email, or anything on Instagram and Facebook. Again, it's time. Do something crazy. Make the switch. Good morning, guys. Welcome to The Switches. I'm your host, Karina Ann Poss. And this morning, I really wanted to talk to you about having faith in yourself. So I'm on a very unique journey where there's lots of things I have to eliminate. And they're all bad things that I actually have to eliminate. I have to eliminate Uh, taking Advil, I have to eliminate taking alcohol, I have to watch what I'm eating, I have to make sure I exercise while I still can, stay positive even though it's tough sometimes. These are all really, really challenging things and I know deep down inside I'm capable, more than capable of doing it and eliminating the toxic things that are in my life, not just because I'm supposed to because of my surgery, but because I should to become a pure, more clean, more grounded and clearer individual. But, you know, the second you start having faith and then someone says to you, I give you a day and I don't think you can do that even for a week it creates that rural irritation that sense of doubt that sense of frustration and it really does open that door back up inside your brain that actually says to you you probably can't do this and so I Really, this week, I'm going to try to have a lot of faith, a lot of faith that I can do this. And what I mean by that is I'm going to try to take the moments that I need to take in order to make myself feel better. And when I'm feeling that itching, burning, scratching sensation to go and grab a glass of wine or a cookie or stay in bed longer or not get up and walk or all these different kinds of crazy things, I'm going to try to ask myself, why? And where is this feeling coming from? And why is this feeling occurring? And if I can understand the feeling, if I can understand the depth of my worry or the depth of my anxiety or the just slightly even understanding the reasons behind why I want to do a toxic act or drink something toxic or smoke something toxic or even be around somebody toxic, why is the biggest question we should be asking. And if you can't find an answer right away, that's okay. But remember to have faith in yourself. Have faith in yourself that you can change the situation. You can choose to walk away. You can choose to not be agitated. You can take things and put them out of sight. So out of mind, out of sight. You could get a glass of orange juice and make sure you have something that's really um, healthy for you that you can drink to retrain or retrigger your brain from food cravings, alcohol cravings, marijuana cravings, whatever kind of cravings you've got. 
And the second thing I have learned over these years and I'm going to continue to learn is freaking sleep if you need to. When you are getting yourself rid of a toxic uh, element, whether it be mechanical, spiritual, environmental, chemical, all of these elements can actually put a humongous damper and it takes a ton of energy to utilize your willpower and use your faith and say, nope, I'm not doing that. Or nope, you can't come over. Or nope, I'm not going to do this for you. Or nope, I'm not going to get these cookies and ice cream. Yep, I'm not going to be picking up that bottle of wine. I'm not even going to walk into a liquor store. I'm not going to go have drinks with someone or go for a walk with someone if they're toxic. There are so many little things that we can do to rid ourselves of the toxicity. And a big part of it is sleeping. And when you sleep, even if you can't sleep, just train your eyes to relax, train your body to focus on your inhales as they flow into the exhales. Find an image that suits your fancy, whether it be the calm, clear uh, ocean, a lake that's still, perhaps a river, a bird, the sound of wind, anything that will help you duplicate the inhales and the exhales of your breath and anything that will help to allow you to create space to reprogram what's going on in your brain. The other really great tip I learned is that if you are struggling with addiction, um, alcohol, drugs, people, sex, money, shopping, whatever, if you find yourself trying to stop yourself, which is awesome, but you're having a difficult time doing that and your body is actually having a physical reaction, like a withdrawal reaction, several things that you can do. So I really love when I'm feeling that way, I take a small glass of warm water with lemon juice and a bit of cayenne and I shoot it back. And the idea is, is that it makes my brain think about what's going on in my mouth so that it doesn't think about what it wants in its mouth. <laughs> <laughs> sounds kind of crazy. The other really cool thing I do is tapping. So I take my index finger and my middle finger and I tap them on the inside of my wrist. So right hand to left and you're using your wrist and you're breathing and you're tapping and your eyes are opening and closing. You're looking for every corner in the room, counting them, and then you flip to the other side. So those are just some really tiny, very little easy tips that you can do. And the next one, is just make sure you're walking make sure you're breathing and if you're feeling that frustration and anger and temptation to just lose it make sure you communicate to that kids the family the husband the dog even the friends whatever the case may be make sure you're communicating that you're making a huge life choice a huge life decision and that all these life choices and decisions be it as may they may they are healthy they are extremely extremely freaking hard to give up even if it's just giving up coffee in the morning can be really hard so remember to be gentle with yourself cordial and kind this is just the one of the many ways of starting to make those switches to a better, healthier, and more holistic lifestyle with alternative medicines. There's a lot of things that we can do out there, but the best thing is to support each other. And I am so grateful for the support I'm receiving with this podcast. So thanks, guys, so very much. I will catch you on the flip side. Thanks for joining me on the switches 
YYC. You can check me out on Facebook, The Switches YYC Instagram handle, and our website is theswitches.ca. Thanks.